Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi there. I'm Brett Saunders, and on this week's edition of the podcast, I speak with a couple of personalities associated with the Banding Together concert for the Colorado Music Relief Brett, Fund event no happening. Talking. First up, former Colorado that. Governor John Hickenlooper. discuss when it comes to this uh, phenomenal event on Saturday night, Banding Together, a concert for the Colorado Music Relief Fund. I'm going to let you break the news, John, of uh, whom you're going to be interviewing during this program. Well... It is pretty wild, and uh, one of the things I am so excited, Bob Weir, you know, the, the lead singer, guitar player for the Grateful Dead for so many years, uh, and we're going to just have a, a chat about some of the old days. You know, when I was a kid, I uh, got to see some of the classic Grateful Dead concerts, and I, I met Bob a, a couple years ago, a few years ago. We actually got to play. I played banjo and sang along. Uh, we were on stage in L.A. and did Friend of the Devil. Uh, which is about the most exciting thing I think I've ever done. I saw that footage. It was something else. It was pretty wild. It was pretty wild. Anyway, um, I'm looking forward to having a conversation with him because he really does understand rock and roll in a very, very deep level, and he cares deeply about the community, uh, musicians, and how COVID-19 is affecting people. So he wanted to to chip in and help make this a big event as well. And those Dad and Company shows featuring Bob Weir, which happen in Boulder every year, aren't going to be happening this year. Yeah, exactly. He's had to cut back on, and you know, ever since John Mayer joined in to, with Dead and Company, they've become, they've become a magnet for people wanting to kind of reconnect with the community that always swirled around the Grateful Dead, right? People called it Deadheads, but it was much bigger than that. It was just a whole large... A society almost of people that shared certain values and then loved that music. And you're going to be talking with Bob Where What will you be discussing during this extravaganza on Saturday? Well, you know, I, I, I saw some concerts and I've been dying. I did not get a chance to talk to when I, I had dinner with him about a year ago, a year and a half ago. Uh, and I didn't get a chance to talk about uh, there's a, a, a place called the Palace Theater uh, in uh, right outside New York City up in the kind of north of Scarsdale up there. Uh, and we saw, I saw a couple concerts there. I, you know, it was one of the first times they played me and Bobby McGee. It was not, not, too, long after, uh, uh, not too long after Janis Joplin died. Uh, and, uh, and this place, the theater, was a place called the Palace Theater. It's just this old kind of vaudeville burlesque, I think it was a movie theater originally, but a great place to see a concert. Anyway, I'm sure he remembers those concerts. They played there four nights in a row, and it became legendary, you know, the bootleg uh, sounds of those concerts has been they've been you know uh, passed around for decades. Uh, but I also want to talk to him a little bit about all the things that the Grateful Dead did to try and help rebuild uh, after you know natural disasters and, and and situations like that. Right, because this is an organization of people that have seen the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I also want to mention, John, that a mutual friend of ours, Isaac Slade, is uh, we're now announcing Isaac Slade is going to be performing during this event, banding together on Saturday. Oh, that's a treat always. And Isaac, 
You know, Isaac, when he had, before he'd made his first record, I got elected mayor, just as they were, you know, getting ready to record it. And he came into my office and interviewed me. I, he met, we met on the campus of uh, UC Denver uh, during my campaign. And he asked me all these questions at, on that, when we met, about what are you doing to help musicians in Colorado? And I said, oh, and he said, I think I might have to leave. You know, I think I'm, I've got a potential, for, a potential career but there's not enough happening here. I said, well, why would you leave when you can be part of the solution? We had this long conversation. <laughs> they came in and videotaped me, and I said, you've got to be what helps. You've got to be the foundation of creating a music scene in Colorado, which he did. He stayed. The, the, the fray, when they, you know, when they did How to Save a Life, which has got to be one of, the, one of the great songs of the last 50 years, uh, you know, that kind of began this, this uh, rejuvenation of Denver and Colorado as, as a home to great musicians. And now you look at the uh, people like the Lumineers and Nathaniel Rateliff, uh, String Cheese Incident, Big Head Todd and the Monsters obviously been around for a while. But we are once again one of those places where, you know, people all over America think, God, Colorado, great musicians. You are really a huge part of the foundation of the Colorado music scene. I mean, you, uh, when you were governor and when you were mayor of Denver, I remember meeting you up there uh, during the DNC. I mean, you've always been, no matter where you were in the world, you always made sure that you came back <laughs> for concerts. You were, you've, you've always realized the potential and the cultural importance of music in this state. Well, music has just been a big part of my life, and I think most people realize that, that you know, music makes the great times just all that much better. But it, music also allows you to get through the hard times like what we're in now. And in many cases, helps people by sharing their adversity. Um, it helps bring them together and gives them the strength to get through it. And our, our music community in Colorado is second to none. Uh, I, I can't, could not be more proud of them. And I remember, you know, after Katrina, when Dave Matthews, uh, you know, decided he had a fifth date. He was open on, they had four sellout nights at Red Rocks, and then they had a fifth night that he wasn't performing. And he and his band donated an entire performance. All their, their road crew donated their efforts. Everyone who parks cars and serves Coke, everyone at Red Rocks donated their time. And we, we actually raised $1.5 million that night, all of which went to New Orleans and Katrina Relief. And, you know, that's kind of a classic Colorado response to a natural disaster. And certainly this, this disaster has actually hit musicians as hard as it's hit anyone. And so I think what's great about, about this Saturday, the Colorado Music Relief Fund is going to get the proceeds. And all those people in the, in the music industry, the roadies, the, the, the sound engineers, uh, local production crews, that's, they're all going to get support that they desperately need to get them through uh, this very difficult time. And John, I don't think you know this. Are you ready for yet another addition to this lineup? No. Who's the next one? Marcus Mumford. Holy smokes, that is awesome. <laughs> you got you got the you got Marcus Mumford, you got the Avid brothers, you right. got all these guys. Yeah, Marcus Mumford I believe uh, Marcus Mumford uh, did that Gentleman of the Road uh, show with Mumford and Sons, came through Salida, and uh, everybody tells me, I couldn't make it, but everybody tells me you were there backstage for that. You, you've been everywhere. No, no, we, we hung out with the Mumfords and, 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 the, and the whole band, uh, and they know they're old friends with uh, Ketch Secor, the, the lead singer of Old Crow Medicine Show. Right. And Ketch is the one who's always getting me out to you know, play the, band, the banjo and sing, 
Uh, we did Red Rocks a few years, two years ago, I guess we did the uh, the Paramount Theater. He, he made me do, you know that old song, Ride Me High? Old Crow had recorded the entire double album, Blonde on Blonde, uh, in honor of the 50th anniversary of Bob Dylan going to Nashville and being the first kind of rocker to come from, you know, up north to come down to Nashville and use the session musicians there to make an amazing album. So anyway, Old Crow played the entire double album from beginning to end in the same order. And then for the for the chorus, they they had uh, they did Ride Me High, and they dragged me out to, to <laughs> sing a verse of that, which was pretty exciting. That's a great song, and, and luckily it doesn't, doesn't go more than an octave in, or more than half an octave in either direction. So it was a, a limited singer such as myself could get through it. <laughs> All right, who would, if John Hickenlooper could form a super group, uh, John Hickenlooper on banjo and vocals, who else would be in the band? <laughs> well, if I was on banjo and vocals, nobody would come. Now, yeah, uh, well, that's why we need, we need people with support you know, kind of, to kind of uh, buttress you. To, uh, so who, like, would uh, Bruce Hornsby be in that? Who would be in that band? Well, you know, I, I love the local guys so much that, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, uh, Nathaniel Rateliff would be in that band on the guitar and, 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 and singing the uh, Wes Schultz and Jeremiah Freights from the years. <laughs> uh, You've got to have Big, Eyed, Big Head Todd kind of come in on it. Uh, you know, it, it, it is hard to think. I mean, if I could get Bob Weir to play, but, <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're letting my imagination run wild... Uh, but but you know, you know you could make a pretty amazing supergroup from all the bands that are going to be playing this Saturday. I'm thinking, John, that this. I mean, New York had one of these a few weeks ago, and it was very impressive. Sting played, uh, John Bon Jovi played. This is bigger. This is the biggest one in the country, and I think that's a real testament to the way people love the music scene here in Colorado. It's so true, and. And people like you and, and, and Chris Tetzelli and Chuck Morris, I mean, we just have uh, a, a huge core group of people. Nick Forster, Nick and Helen Forster up in, in Boulder. Uh, we have all these people that have really spent their lives trying to make sure that, that Colorado's music keeps growing better and better. John Hickenlooper, I cannot wait for Saturday night, and I'm glad that you're going to be part of it. Thanks for taking up, uh, letting me take up your time this morning. No, absolutely. Great to hear your voice. Stay safe. That was former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper. Up next for the Banding Together, a concert for the Colorado Music Relief Fund, artist Nathaniel Rateliff. Thanks for uh, having me on. You know, I was reading some of your lyrics, and we've been playing this song, and it's still all right. And you sing it better than I can say it, but uh, they say you learn a lot out there how to scorch and burn, only have to bury your friends, then you'll find it gets worse. I don't think when you wrote those words, you were thinking anything about what is happening right now. So I feel like it definitely been, my words have been put to the test, you know. This show that's going to be happening on Saturday, Banding Together, a concert for the Colorado Music Relief Fund. I also wanted to mention, because of COVID-19, the passing of a, a good friend of yours, and that chemistry was so obvious when you performed on stage together. I'm talking about John Prine, and that that was a particularly hard-hitting loss, I think. You know, it touched all of us, and yeah, it's um, very unfortunate that, you know, the way things come here in the States uh, with this virus is what, you know, kind of contributed to losing John too early. Hey, let's talk about Saturday night, banding together a concert for the Colorado Music Relief Fund. I- I'm sure that you know about who's already been announced, but uh, 
you might be surprised, or maybe you already know, uh, Marcus Mumford is going to be joining the lineup. Yeah, had a little call, and we're talking just this morning, so um, which I think is going to be part of the show. So it's good to catch up with Marcus. Marcus Mumford was, I believe, a soccer coach in Denver before he was a rock star. Right, he used to actually come and see Born in the Flood play as well, which is pretty funny. Now, Bob Weir is going to be interviewed by John Hickenlooper. Um, our uh, mutual friend Isaac Slade is going to be performing. Oh, wonderful. What do you say to uh, an assemblage like this? I know that uh, your management has had a huge hand in putting this show together, and you are central to the lineup. What do you say to these musicians who don't live in Colorado and their contributions to this scenario to raise as much money for uh, these people who work in the Colorado music industry? You know, we're fortunate enough to have a place like Red Rocks here, and um, you know, I feel I've been fortunate with all the bands I was in to be able to learn how to grow as a musician and as an artist here, and it's you know why I still stay here because this is home, and you know I think contributing their time just to show that. Um, you know, we've done something right as a community. Well, I think the culture here is richer because you are part of it, Nathaniel. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, I try and do the best I can, you know. It's fun to pile compliments on you because I don't think you know how to take them. <laughs> Probably not, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to see you perform, Nathaniel. You, you are one of the best, and your new album, and it's still all right, again, is a, a staggering, if unintentional, testament to the times. So... Thank you so much for everything that you do. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, sir, for having me in. Let me be part. I'll talk to you soon. Well, that's it for this time. Talk to you next week on the Brett Saunders Podcast. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.